Gut Check Project fans, KBMD Health family, how are you feeling? I hope great. It's Eric. I'm here with the Gut Check Project, episode number 46. We're going to talk about the immune system today. That's right. You ever see ads that talk about boost your immunity or eat these foods in order to protect your immune system? Or you, you hear from television anchors and news people that you need to do this for a vaccination. You need to do this to boost your immunity. Or we've heard some basic tips. Uh, eat well, get rest. Certain things make sense and certain things, uh, they seem a little foggy. So my awesome co-host, Kenneth Brown, decided let's talk some basics about the immune system with the audience. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to tackle some basics about the innate immune system. And as you can see, there's probably going to be some follow-up episodes, and there will be. And we just want to give you some, uh, you know, concrete ideas on what it means to take care of this really awesome system that we all have to, that protects us every single day, all the time from who knows how many different dangers. So let's talk about who is bringing this episode to everyone today. And of course, it's Atron Teal. Get your very own polyphenols, your daily polyphenols, regardless of who you are. And if you can hear this podcast, you need them. Polyphenols every single day. Atron Teal, great for gut health, great for athletes, great for recovery, great for VO2 max, incredible to prevent bloating, even better if you're having systems, uh, systems, symptoms of IBS or anything like that similar. Daily polyphenol intake can simply help your health stay stronger. And guess what? It's good for your immunity, but we'll get to that at a different, at a different time. Uh, of course, you can get your very own Atron Teal at lovemytummy.com forward slash KBMD. That's lovemytummy.com forward slash KBMD. And of course, you know, I'm going to say it unrefined bakery. We got Christmas coming up. Get yourself some unrefined bakery, incredible breads, desserts, etc. Doesn't matter if you need to worry about eating gluten free. If you're a paleo eater, a keto eater, they just simply have incredible food that tastes great. Go to unrefinedbakery.com. That's unrefinedbakery.com. All natural, pieced together, just seriously delectable, awesome desserts, breads, cookies, mixes. And it's safe. If you have a particular allergy, they will cater to it. You can even email them, and they'll help build a, uh, a menu item just for you. So unrefinedbakery.com, use code GUTCHECK and save an entire 20% off your very first order. That is unrefinedbakery.com. And last but not least, if you need CBD, if you need broccoli, head to kbmdhealth.com. Go straight to the store, and guess what? That's what my co-host curates the products that he knows are great for not only for you, but his patients as well. That's kbmdhealth.com. Use code GCP for 20% off of any order. Well, let's get to it. Episode number 46, Your Innate Immune System. Gut Check Project fans and KBMD Health family, it's Eric. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Dr. Kenneth Brown, and we've got an awesome show today. Honestly, we're going to get down to some basic stuffs about immunity. Well, it seems like we're hearing about immunity everywhere, and that's what we're going to talk about today. 
basic immune system so that you understand what it means if somebody says you need to go get a vaccine. If it says somebody talks about um, antibodies or how we even do this, I, it occurred to me when I talked to all my patients, they really don't understand the basic stuff. And as it turns out, I don't understand the basic stuff either because I thought <laughs> we would just come in here and start talking. And then I realized this got really complicated really quick. If we can be honest, it, you, you said it just perfectly. So it's, it, it's basic stuff, but it's really not basic. And so this is probably going to be the beginning of a couple of different series where we're going to talk about how your immune system is important and what it is that we're up against. Exactly. So what, what I'm hoping is that this is, um, number one, everyone likes this episode. You learn a little bit. And then the next episode, we can talk about how to help your immune system. And then finally, we're in search of a virologist or somebody to really talk about all these vaccines. So that's our that's what I'm hoping is going to happen on the next several. But anyways, what's going on, man? Oh. How's things been going on in your life? Things have been uh, great. We just uh, we just finished up uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm now uh, last time you all saw me on camera, I was 44. Now I'm 45. And uh, Woo! I know I didn't realize that your it, birthday stuck by happy birthday. My, my hair grew out. Oh, wait, no, that's been going on for a while. So uh, Gage came home from college. Things were awesome. We uh, he and I and Mac and Marie had an awesome uh, Honestly, Thanksgiving was it was good. It was reduced. I think everybody had to trim back a little bit, but it was it was fun. Yourself? Yeah. Well, um, been pretty busy. Yeah. So we uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback from our last episode, episode forty five, and that was about uh, malls and about dysautonomy and about pot syndrome. And if you have anybody, does that have them look at that? Because Angie did an incredible job. In fact, she we've gotten like quite a few comments and stuff. And one of the funny comments, um, somebody she just sent it this morning was, "Wow, Eric's hairy." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's not a whole lot I can do about that now that I know, and we're already filming. So, and um, so we've got the family's doing great. Uh, we've got a tournament coming up um, in Florida for Lucas. Wish him well on that one. And um, uh, pretty funny. I have to do some traveling, and so it, uh, yesterday, COVID negative, I had to go get a test. So here we are, and I don't know. I mean, you and I continually. Uh, it, Fingers crossed, COVID negative. So speaking of that, um, oh, the other thing I did, um, check out a uh, podcast on Nutrition Rewired with Aaron yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Her and I did a podcast and I really enjoyed it. It was really cool. We ended up doing, um, it looks a little long, but we covered a lot of material. It, it was an hour and a half. Her and I just chit-chatted and it was good, like funny. Like she's a great interviewer and it was we need really to package that up and send that link out to everyone yeah yeah totally so we'll check so yeah just go ahead and take a look at that nutrition rewired all right so why are we even talking about the immune system oh i don't know is there, <laughs> is there a pandemic or oh yeah i am so sick and tired of watching uh the news looking at commercials and seeing so much advertising where everybody's got something to boost your immune system augment yeah. your immune system improve your immune system protect enhance increase all of that stuff what does that mean it's garbage it's a marketing term sure. i mean and i hate to say it but because we played a little bit of it but when you say you know for overall digestive health as a gastroenterologist i'm like do you mean that's going to help my esophagus my stomach small bowel liver pancreas what part of my digestive health are you talking about right that's exactly what this is our immune system is so complex i mean it is just nutty think about this that we have multiple specialties that actually 
revolve around the immune system. You've got infectious disease. Sure. You've got rheumatology. You've got a subspecialty of allergy and immunology. Definitely. Just in that. And in each one of those, people pare it down more. Look at ID. You've got parasitologists. You've got virologists. You've got microbiologists. That just says how complex this is. Definitely. And then we turn on the TV and somebody says, boost your immune system. It's almost like a cursory thing. So I don't think that you can ever talk about improving or balancing. I'm going to give a new term here. Balance your immune system without understanding some of this stuff. And I think that's the important part. I think what we're what I think that we're going to begin to address here is how to get a handle on what it is to even, as you said, balance your immune system because there are a lot of adjectives that are just thrown around from everything like you said from gastroenterologist help to uh uh oh brown's looking at something yeah i'm looking at your mic can you talk a little closer to the mic i'm there we go maybe you want to you talk hello hello oh, hello. okay well yeah i thought you were muted there for okay. a second anyway. all right keep going so is, uh, and so this is going to be also an audio visual thing because we're trying a couple different things today. I want to try two different cameras. We've got multiple mics going that I actually set up. Eric's usually the AV guy. So this is why I'm kind of questioning my own handiwork here. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. <laughs> um, but I do think I think we need we need some context around the terms. And what do the terms mean? If you are going to enhance your immune system, number one is what they are saying. Truthful. And secondly, what does it mean to enhance anything? Because I think what we're going to get into is there's so many divisions from within in, uh, immunity in mammals. Now we're humans and how all of those different cells work and what the two main systems are and what all the subsystems are. Where in the world is this Im immune protection boosting going to help? Me? That's exactly it. So how can we even understand when somebody gets on TV and says, go get your mRNA vaccine, brand new, no safety data has been published yet. And people are talking about, okay, we need to mandate healthcare workers to do this. Mm. And it's a totally different mechanism. And people are just throwing it around like, oh, mRNA vaccine. That's right. The Moderna or mRNA vaccine. Pfizer's coming out with it. And what you're going to see here is there's a lot more going on. What the fact, what this particular vaccine is doing, and it may be the greatest thing ever, um, is it's bypassing a lot of what we're going to talk about right here. So, oh, wait, you know, just a side note. And if you're if you're watching right now, you're curious. Hey, why is uh, why's Ken? Why's Doctor Brown just suddenly saying? Oh, I don't know. You know, you're hearing mRNA. You and I have been in, uh, at the clinic and at the procedure place, uh, at the procedure location, multiple times where amongst healthcare workers who've dealt in genetics and immune issues and immune response not everybody's just automatically on board and that's really what's what's led us to want to let's break down yeah what let's is let's go system? ahead and break it down i mean when you're sitting there looking at uh, the media the media is even showing words like cytokine storm interleukins protease inhibitors no explanation what does that mean to the average person it's just it's garbage words it's garbage words and we know and you showed me that pretty cool clip about how it's almost like news stations around the country tend to say the very very similar thing so it's like they're parroting each other you know we always talk about social media being an echo chamber it's almost like media has become its own echo chamber without question and so that's what i want to do i want to talk a little bit about a few other things i mean your immune system is made up of organs cells tissues that they work together to protect us from the outside world quick trivia quiz uh oh in a drop of seawater 
how many viruses are there? Okay. Drop. <laughs> a drop. I believe there may be. <laughs> 10,000 or 10 million? 10 million. 10 million. 10 million. So that, that just give an example. We're always exposed to all different kinds of Heart bugs and trauma. Like, yeah, remember where that was from? <laughs> it was on Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I figured you'd get it. Yeah. Um, so the problem is that if your immune system isn't working enough, you can get sick and die. If your immune system is too boosted, to use one of their terms, right. you can have a cytokine storm and die. If your immune system is off, let's say it's up a little, then you can have autoimmune diseases. I mean, that's how important all of this is. For that question. And so it is interesting, they're throwing out Joe Rogan real quick, it's that he's in almost every single podcast, he brings up the fact, why isn't the government, why aren't healthcare workers discussing how to do preventative things. That's what we're going to talk about. But even then, you know, I would say to somebody like that, that's great. You had Rhonda Patrick on that talked about vitamin D. You've had, you know, these different experts, the virologists and stuff. But even you, if you understand what you're doing, it makes you feel a little bit better. Even if you understand why you feel sick, you can almost logically say, okay, this makes sense. So you were saying there's two main branches. You'd hinted at it right there. There's actually the Immune system is composed of two different, think, large branches, the innate immune system and the adaptive. Right. And the innate immune system on the exterior, can you name some things that are part of the innate immune system? Um, if I recall correctly, it's going to be like skin, uh, probably uh, mucous membranes. Is that right? Absolutely. Mucous uh, membranes, you know, tears. Basically, your, your outer shell. It's, it's the yeah, barrier one bounces off you. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that because that's pretty basic. That's your armor. We're going to talk about what happens when you get through the armor. Okay. That's the innate response. Right. So when you have an invader, when you hurt yourself, when you cause trauma, it's all the same thing. The, it's damage to a cell that then leads to a series of steps. Those steps ultimately put Boots on the ground. This is your Army, Air Force, uh, Navy, where they land and they just come jumping in. The adaptive immune system, think of that like SEAL Team 6. Yeah, definitely. They've got a memory. They've got one, one particular focus, and they wait to be mobilized to be called out. Right. So we're not going to talk about SEAL Team 6. We're going to talk we'll about eventually. Yes, yeah. but just not today. We're going to talk about the... Uh, first soldiers that help protect you from the outside world. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, the first line of defense is probably the one that is most important in an acute pandemic. Okay. So that's why it's so important to also talk about the innate immune system. And when I read about this stuff, like I said, it's super complex. So I started looking at dusting off some old medical books, started Googling everything, started looking at articles, and, and even Angie sent me a bunch of articles. She's like, here's some really basic review of the innate immune system, and it, <laughs> none of it's basic. That's the problem. It's not basic at all. Go to YouTube and watch some of these videos, and it's like, oh. But fortunately, I'm a simpleton. I'm a simple country butt doctor from Nebraska <laughs> living in Texas. Who better to try and explain the innate immune system yeah. than a butt doctor, right? <laughs> I, I guess so. I think it's quite a reduction. I think you're a little smarter than that. But yes, I think you're pretty good at putting it into terms that most can understand. Okay. So now we're going to do a little technical difficulty. I'm going to try and shift mics. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. And then I, we need to, I'm going to 
Mute me. Okay, well, I'm just checking here to make Unmute sure. my lavalier mic. There you go. Then we're gonna switch cameras. Look at that. It is so fancy. All right, now we're going to oh, go this way. Can you make sure that I'm in focus there, Eric? Yes, and let's talk about the innate immune system. If anything, keep watching for the entertainment because this will be the first time that we've tried the uh, whiteboard out. And... All right, I think they were in focus now. I think we're in good shape. All right. The innate immune system, the first line of defense. So let's start with you. You're just sitting there and you have a happy little cell. That's the nucleus and it's smiling and it's happy and then something happens. Somebody over there across the aisle or walks up to you, they sneeze, they spray a bunch of viruses and then all of a sudden you have a virus trying to attack the cell and the cell no longer is happy because it's being hurt. Yeah, it's a sad cell. So no matter what we talk about, there's always going to be vascular, cellular, and tissue responses to this unhappy attack on the cell. Anytime your immune system is involved, it's because there has been some sort of attack on a cell. It could be trauma, it could be burning yourself, that's all part of your immune system to help heal it, but it could be a virus. So doing a lot of talk about viruses and stuff. So the first thing the cell does is it sounds an alarm. So it sounds an alarm and it calls for its friend, which is a mast cell. Oh yeah. And so what's really cool about mast cells is that they have these preloaded vesicles. Right. So the first person there is the mast cell and then the mast cell releases we're going to call them chemicals, mediators, whatever you want, and they go by a bunch of different names. But the one that everybody's heard of is histamine, for instance. Yep. But there's also bradykinins, and then there's prostaglandins, things like that. So what the mast cell does is it says, all right, guys, one of our buddies is being hurt. I need you guys to all go to the blood vessels. So interestingly, cell gets hurt, tells the mast cell, mast cell says, okay, blood vessels. This is where it gets really, really, really neat. So it goes to the blood vessel. I'll do that one in red. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. It goes to the blood vessel. And the first thing it does, it almost does a series of steps with this blood vessel. The first one is one of these mediators goes, okay, guys, I need you guys to shrink. And what that means is... Uh, become more porous. The cells, yes, it contracts. The cells contract. Yeah. So step one is become porous. Yeah. What does that do? Well, then as blood is flowing, blood has all kinds of cells in it. Mm -hmm. And I was explaining this to the kids where I'm like, I think of it like this. Um, it's like a river. Yeah. The cells are the fish. They keep going. But if the river overflows, the water comes out, but the cells stay in it, right? Right. So num step number one is you get this leakage of fluid, plasma. Mm -hmm. So now we've got this area, and that is the first step of swelling. Sure. 
you sprain an ankle, yeah, and it starts to swell. It's because the mast cell said, "Whoa, we need to make this area a controlled hot zone, so to speak." Sure. Yeah. So that's really cool. I, I thought that was kind of interesting when you sit there and break it down that way. And then number two, this is really interesting also. So what two does is that two goes and it actually hits the smooth muscle, which means it vasodilates. Right. So now we've increased our blood flow, which is why when people get really sick, they vasodilate so much they become septic sure and they drop their blood pressure right by increasing the blood flow we're going to increase the amount i don't want to get too many colors going here <laughs> hey, it looks good though <laughs> the amount of will represent the white blood cells as brown the amount of white blood cells increase significantly so we just think you're just basically what it looks like to me is what the body is doing is it has a response. We're going to increase the amount of fluid or blood that's going to come by because we know that there is more help here. And if I can get more help and open the gates and allow them into the area of infection, then essentially I'm summoning help. I'm calling the ambulance. The yes. Ambulance is coming by. So what they've done is they've opened it up and now you have all these white blood cells flying through. Sure. That's fine. They're still going, though. They're not coming out. Okay. So... Step number three, and this is so cool, is it tells these cells, they've got little Velcro hooks, Velcro sticks, and what they do is they put it up like this, and then this monocyte happens to come by, and what it does is it has a little hook on it like that. So the cell grabs the monocyte, the monocyte's just flying down, it goes, whoa, and now it has to stop. So by doing this, all the fluids coming out, this guy's holding on to it and said, you can't keep going. You got to go down there or you got to just hold on to me. <laughs> so these monocytes, then they come through the porous area and they end up in this area. It's a brilliant system. It's so cool. So these monocytes are, um, or macrophages, I'm sorry, macrophages, and now we've got leukocytes, but you got a bunch of them showing up. Right. So what happens now? This is wild. They come out, and they're all hanging around in this pool of swelling, because that's the body's chance to do that. And so it's hanging out there. They go, what are we here for? Well, as it turns out, this mast cell, it goes, guys, over here. So they follow the mast cells lead. Oh yeah. And their job is to go, oh my gosh, there's a virus here. So all these guys are coming in and then they come to the virus. This is what I'm gonna call step one of the innate immune response, the yeah. vascular response. Right. Redness, heat, swelling. Anytime you've ever had any of that is going on. I mean, a mosquito bite. Same thing, localized. Yeah. Swells, red, increases because it's your body reacting to it. Step one. Step two is the cellular response. So the cellular response is. Man, a little more localized, maybe. Really cool, though. Cellular response involves these macrophages. Yeah. Now, this is really important because as we talk about these, this is what the vaccination aspect is going to eventually become. So you have a macrophage, and they have something really cool. 
They're like Pac-Man. Yeah. A wobbly Pac-Man. Right. And so what they do is they eat the virus, and then their job is to digest the virus, and they do this to these really cool enzymes where they can digest the virus, and then this is called an antigen presenting cell. They take the virus, so cool, they put it on the outside of its cell. Show them what it is. Show them what it is. And what these are, are little wanted posters. They're like, guys, I found the bad guy. Yep. He looks like this. Here's the wanted poster. So now all these other guys that are here and they're like, oh, I get it. So they're going to come over and they're going to go, we're looking for this guy. We're looking for this guy. Looking for this guy. That's the first thing it does, which is really cool. Then it will release that word I said earlier, cytokines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cytokines is a very fancy word for cellular chemicals, cellular communicating chemicals. They release them. They go throughout the body. Like, for instance... TNF-alpha. We've said that a few times. Yep. Uh, that's gamma, alpha. There we go. TNF-alpha was discussed in detail with Angie's um, podcast episode because TNF-alpha actually affects acetylcholine. Yep. And that's something that, so that means that inflammation and all those things we were talking about. Okay. Interleukin-6. And that was in the news a lot because it felt that that was part of the cytokine storm mediator. Right. Interleukin 1. one yeah. And then interleukin 8. So why I wanted to talk about these, these in particular, is because now you can understand how this is a systemic response. And here's why. TNF-alpha. Can you guess what this is? Um... It looks like a brain. It's a brain. So TNF-alpha actually goes to a portion of the brain called the hypothalamus. And it tells the hypothalamus to increase the temperature. Huh. So that's how come we get a fever. And why? Next time you get a fever and you're like, oh my gosh, I got a fever. This is miserable. Understand that the fever is there to make it unhospitable for any other invader. Right. And the fever increases your metabolic rate, which increases your blood flow, which increases the white blood cells to keep going. It's crazy. It all complements each other. It's pretty wild, isn't it? All right. IL-6. IL-6. Can you guess what this is? This is a horrific bone. It's a bone. <laughs> IL-6 <laughs> tells the bone, hey, we need more white cells. You know that weird achy feeling you get when you get like the flu? You're like, oh man, my bones hurt. Yeah, it's because they're working. That's aisle six cranking out some soldiers. Yeah. They're just revving it up, just telling it to kind of keep going. Yeah. So now we've got increased blood flow. We've got increased soldiers. This one is important to me. What organ is that? Uh, with that stripe, it must be the liver. That is the liver. What the liver, what IL-1 tells the liver to do is start releasing inflammatory peptides and proteins. Oh, okay. C-reactive protein yeah. is something that we check on everybody when they come in. We saw that that can be really high if somebody comes in with COVID. Sure. So 
C-reactive protein. And then IL-8, this one's tough, but I found it really interesting. I think uh, interleukin-8 probably is going to uh, work as a positive loop uh, response and just keep summoning more help. Is that right? That is exactly it. So IL-8 goes to our leaky blood vessel. Yeah. And it tells these cells, I want more hooks, lots and lots of hooks. I don't want one white cell making it. The way it was explained to me, uh, if I remember right, is when, it was when the phagocyte begins to break down something, as long as it's got something more to chew on, Iolate is going to keep saying, we're not finished, we're not finished. Yes, So exactly. Yeah, so phagocyte is this right here. Um, monocyte becomes phagocyte, macrophage. This is where I get all confused. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just you just know that there's cells that eat cells that produce this to I create the, this. I use the wrong word. Macrophage. I don't know. Cat now you got me confused. I don't know if I'm using the wrong word. Phage is basically means eat, and that's what's happening. We're eating the virus. So then, by doing this, all of these things that are going on, all you're doing is going back to your original antigen yeah. presenting cell, mm -hmm. and you're just surrounding, and this whole process keeps going. So when it's out of check, this is how you can end up with too much inflammation. Yeah. So there's that process. Now, the other thing is, is that this war is going on now. So now we've got all these soldiers fighting all these little viruses that are around here. So you've got virus, 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 virus. And part of the problem is why chronic inflammation can be really bad is that, um, we'll do it here, this one in red. When this is going on, you've got all these fights going on. You've got these phagocytes, you've got viruses. Unfortunately, like all conflicts or wars, mm -hmm. there's going to be some collateral damage. And so you've got these antigen presenting cells, which are fighting everything. And I just want to say this because some of these guys they go to the adaptive immune area. They actually leave the field of battle okay. to go train the SEAL Team 6. Sure, yeah. They want to go to SEAL Team 6 and tell SEAL Team 6 about the enemy. The enemy happens to be, in this case, SARS-CoV-2, and by doing that, then you can develop memory, and these guys become specialists in killing SARS-CoV-2. That's what an antibody eventually is. Sure. So some of them go here, but... Unfortunately, sometimes our adaptive immune cell, brave little soldier, trying to help us out, mm -hmm. sometimes they lose the battle. The virus wins. So now we have cells that are dead. And their debris also is released. Okay. I bring this up because this is another aspect of when we eventually talk about how we're going to balance our immune system or how we're going to try and help our immune system do what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. This is another spot that people really kind of forget about. And that is that when cells die, they release free radicals, oh. oxidative stress. Yeah. <laughs> The term 
antioxidant that we're seeing. Right. Heavy in antioxidants boost your immune system. Yeah. What does that actually mean? Exactly. So oxidative stress starts taking place. So some of the oxygen radicals go and they help a cell that's being overwhelmed by the virus. And its job is to basically steal electrons which pokes holes in there. Right. And speaking of poking holes, if somebody happens to know a lot more about this, they're gonna be like, is he ever gonna talk about the complement system? No, I'm not going to because that's like in between the innate and the adaptive and that's like a whole separate that's a whole other bucket. That's a whole other. That's a whole other arm yeah. of the immune system, and that is all part of IL one telling the liver to produce complement. Definitely, but don't want to go there quite yet. So these oxygen radicals, what they do is, it's just another line of defense where, if they're being overwhelmed, well, what it does is it kills all of it. Yeah. So the oxidative stress is, can actually be a good thing at times. Sure. Sometimes. But the problem is, if you're sunbathing all the time and you're getting UV rays, if you have a crappy diet and you constantly have intestinal inflammation, then you're going to create damage, GI issues, and you're going to create oxidative stress. If you lead a very poor lifestyle, you know, don't uh, exercise around a lot of pesticides, chemicals, things like that, all of that leads to oxidative stress. Oxidative. Talking about the immune system, but this is why oxidative stress actually does other things. It causes dementia. We age because of this. Our skin gets old because of cells due to oxidative stress. Yeah. And they're damaged and it can't heal itself. Um, you have autoimmune issues. You have heart issues because it creates inflammation. Mm -hmm. So not only does the immune system involved in helping with the initial attack, but when you have oxidative stress, it can be good to help in the initial attack, but if it's chronically going on, then you're gonna end up um, in a situation that leads to premature aging, dementia, heart disease, all that. That's where the antioxidants really come in. Sure. Not really sure that it's that important in the early phase. Can probably be. need it. Probably need it if the body wants to use it. That's right. the key. Yeah. It's not like you put it in, it's one in, one out. So we're getting back to what you said. It's balanced. It's right? all about balance. We need to have antioxidants basically on hand so that when our body needs to shut that system down, we've got that resource. But in an immediate response to an invader, our body utilizes these uh, ROS or these uh, oxidative species to basically kill and contain. Absolutely. And then we need to shut them off. This is awesome. Simple country butt doctor teaching a simple country CRNA. That's pretty much what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> All right, as if it's not complex enough, I'm gonna to try to keep using the same colors here, and I realize that my colors probably don't match, but as if it's not complex enough, because we're in a viral pandemic, I wanted to cover one other thing, which is something called Toll-like receptors. Does that ring a bell at all? I don't know that I know that much about that. I don't know that we got that deep into it when we went through immunity. This is really cool. Toll-like receptors. We, I believe, there's eleven of them. We've named. We figured out what ten do. They're really interesting. 
and I don't know if it was because I was in a mood, but I was watching Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Uh, or no, it was a Doctor Strange. Is he the one, the, the time traveler guy? I was going to say, oh, okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> They've got time portals um, in Tokyo, New York, and London, uh-huh. and so like these bad guys are trying to attack the time portals. Oh. These are like magic gates. So toll-like receptors are very specific. Toll-like receptors have one thing where they're just like, okay, I'm going to specialize in letting, this is not the adaptive immune system. Okay. This is just another layer of defense. Layer one, mast cell. Layer two, antigen-presenting cell. Layer three, oxidative stress. Layer four, toll-like receptors. This is how complex it's starting to get. Sure. So toll-like receptors, um, if a particular bacteria that has a flagella because it's a swimming one. Sure. Uh, one of these guys specializes in that and they just go, come on in, look, gate says free entry to flagella bacteria. That's what it does. Oh. And then we have one that's called Tolic Receptor 7. Big flashy sign. It says free entry, single stranded viral viruses. Okay. So if a virus were to get in, and fell for the toll-like receptor, uh-huh. come on in, come on in. So the virus comes in, because it has a special door, it says, are you a coronavirus, a, a, a single-stranded RNA coronavirus? Well, we want you, come on in. So they go in. Mm-hmm. And then this is really cool, because we're gonna talk about stuff that we've discussed before. But first thing it does is, so the virus, gets inhaled through a very bad looking nose, (laughs) goes to the lungs, and um, if it infects one of the cells and gets a toll-like receptor, toll-like receptor, this is really cool. I'm gonna do this so that Drew understands how important this is. The toll-like receptor that now has a virus in it, it yells, Hey, to its friend, uh-huh. and that friend, through its toll-like receptors, can develop an anti-RNA peptide, so it's waiting for the virus to come over. Okay. So if we're going to put it in there, it's like, you're being attacked. You go, Brown, I'm being attacked. Guard your door. They're coming your way. Mm-hmm. And that's when I... No, but I'm doing it proper form. Oh, yeah. I can see. That is definitely for Drew. (laughs) So, they get ready. So, it sits there and just waits. Says, thank you, my friend. I'm going to shoot that virus right when it comes in. Wow. Yeah, so cool. Did you learn about toll receptors when you were Uh, And I'll explain all of this. Everything we've talked about here, Uh we've actually covered one way or another on our other podcast. Sure. Because that's a great segue for this. The other thing the toll-like receptor does, let me go with red here. Toll-like receptor turns on a gene. And the gene is the nuclear factor. Sorry, I just unplugged this. Hold on. The nuclear factor kappa beta. Okay. Nuclear factor kappa beta, NFKB. NFKB. 
We've talked about that on Arsenal Forward Fame Talk. We've talked about that on the Brock Elite episode. We've talked about it with polyphenols like crazy. NFKB turns on the inflammatory cascade from a cellular level. Mm -hmm. Here, the cells have communicated with each other. Here, the toll-like receptor flips a switch, a gene. It actually turns on the factory. And what does that factory do? Alpha. Increases all these cytokines. TNF-alpha. Then we got IL-6. All that stuff. What does that do? Increases inflammation. Mm -hmm. Take it a step back. We talked about oxidative stress. If you turn on the inflammatory process of um, NF-kappa-beta, then you also have low-level inflammatory. That is the process of autoimmunity right. and cancer and all of that. So that is the adaptive immune system in my simple brain. That's not too simple. So let's just recap it real quick and figure out where do we go from here. Fascinating, isn't it, though? It is. It's very... Uh... Well, it's far too fascinating to be reduced to a commercial that just simply says, enhance your immune system. I know. What part of that dry erase board that we just went through would you enhance? And that's the thing that they don't necessarily, they don't necessarily tell you. What what are we enhancing? And if it's just simply uh, something that's antioxidant, well, that's really just turning off one very, very specific, although important, specific area of this entire cascade. That's not enhancing my entire immune system. It's, and I, I think that kind of speaks more to your point. That, That's why when I started thinking about it, I was like, what, what does that mean? Sure. And now when I look at this, you could sit there and go, okay. So the short of it is you've got an insult. Mm-hmm. That insult um, creates this inflammatory cascade which leads to increased blood cells, which leads to the possibility of uh, developing some oxidative stress. And now the reason why I did it like that is because if you visualize it in the most simple way of insult, inflammation, oxidative stress, genes sure, in that circle, and you continue to have a feeder. So if you continue to drive through McDonald's, every day you go in there, you're creating injury, Oxidative stress, inflammation, and genes are being turned on. Yeah. Every day you do that, you just keep that wheel rolling. So kind of a interesting aspect of how to think about immune boosting and all this other stuff. And immune enhancing. Spore your immune system. Augment your immune system. But don't do too much. Yeah. If you do too much, you're screwed. That's crazy. So all these different things that people talk about, that's what I want to get into the next episode is how do you do something which maybe hits multiple aspects? But in the right way. In the way much like our microbiome, don't even get me started, that plays an important role in your immune system also. But sure. You can go down rabbit holes quick in this thing. Well, you can go down rabbit holes quick. And uh, I mean, one that's just on the surface of looking at all this is these are all highly functioning pieces. Every single one of those required uh programming by your own DNA to produce the cells that produce the antibody or not even, we're not even to antibodies yet, but that produce the smaller cells that work in concert to do that. That 
that takes appropriate nutrition just just as a as a basic so let's do, let's do this we can at least talk about how to support it on the most basic level let's and that's that. number one nutrition yeah, nutrition and sleep nutrition and sleep yeah well, we've talked about that a lot but and it's that seems basic right but look at what that supports you've got to do that basic thing to do all of these things so that when you do the other things that cause this thing to go into motion it works yeah and it works well so now that you're looking at this, so I don't want to, I, I won't keep switching back and forth, but now that we're looking at this and the picture of the virus going in the nose, yeah, this is why masks can be effective because one virus going in the nose, oh, and if it, yeah. you know, it can be taken out, yeah. but if you do 10 million viruses in the nose at the same time, and this whole process has to take place, that's when you can have a really an inflammatory response that your body that is detrimental to your body 100 so imagine if at the same time when this is going on when all of this is going on and you get infected in multiple multiple organs at the same time yeah it's a lot so right now this whole process is going on in the back of your throat it's going on in your gi tract it's going on in your lungs right right now yeah yeah and they can handle it when it's limited amount of soldiers but when you know, hundreds of millions are being are attacking in various spots. And we know that the virus actually the reality is the second that there is any exposure, it becomes uh, not even not even second millisecond. Mm -hmm. It becomes a fight. Is the virus going to replicate more than our body can control it? Yeah. Immediately, it becomes a war. And pretty it, it, it's not even, I mean, it's like looking at the stars and being like, those are neat. You start looking at stuff like this, you're like, this is wickedly complex. Like, we are fascinating individuals. Definitely. Well, I really enjoyed, we were having, um, uh, me and the family went, um, we're having a bite to eat. And suddenly food becomes the props. And I was trying to figure out for this podcast, I was like, I don't understand this stuff very well. And so then I'm sitting there with the kids and we're looking at this. And then Lucas is like, okay, so wait a minute, let me get this straight here. Okay, so the so the piece of sashimi here is. <laughs> and I'm like, that's right. And he's like, don't eat that phagocyte, dude. That's my phagocyte right there. Yeah, he needed it. You know, I don't want, I, and he was like, are we done with phagocyte? Because it looks really good. <laughs> Well, it is, uh, it's impressively complex. And I think that you bring up a great point and I'm really excited about where we're at with the gut check project and immune response because of what it's going to lead to. And it's not, it's honestly not just COVID. It's really anything that could affect your body and what can you do to prepare? Um, and how do you become the most informed that you can be as you make decisions for you and your family as to what it is that you're going to do? So if you listen to, we've had so many comments and so many of my patients listen to Angie's episode, because oh, yeah. I think it, I, it, if you have anybody in the family that has issues like that, this right. becomes the first time that somebody's talking about it. A lot of times doctors don't really understand it. So today I had um, an extremely intelligent patient who's suffering from um, issues and we started walking through what led to what, what led to what, what led to what. And Angie discovering that a macrophage releasing TNF lowers acetylcholine, which changes the motility, which then allows for 
um, gastrointestinal motility issues, which then can allow for SIBO, which then can allow for inflammation. Then the inflammatory process goes on. And then those people that are subject to possibly something like mall syndrome, median arcuate ligament syndrome, that then that could actually compress the um, renal system, which um, mall system in correlation with SMA. So I'm doing this today with a patient. We're like, wait a minute, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It all comes down to the beginning of the inflammatory cascade. So as long as you're inflamed, then you're going to end up with very similar organ problems as we're seeing with the cells. So then we can start explaining dysautonomia because then you start affecting aldosterone in the kid. Anyways, it just got, I was like, oh my gosh, we're getting so close to cracking this code because of this podcast, which is why you said this podcast has grown. But I really feel like you and I have learned a lot and we're going to continue and bring people like Angie on and bring other people that are either experts or passionate and try and help out. So, well, yeah. And, and we should probably address also, uh, it's not just you and I having questions about, uh, COVID or vaccines, new vaccines, new delivery systems, mm. never been used before vaccines. We've, uh, just to acknowledge all of you who have uh, taken the time to email Dr. Brown and myself, we have the same questions, and this is exactly why we want to start here with the basic stuff. I want to start with the basic stuff so that when everybody starts running around saying, get this mRNA vaccine, you can at least understand how the RNA can make these protein sequences on the outside of the cell. That's yeah. what it's supposed to do, right? It's supposed to do that. It's supposed to do that. But there's no phagocytosis with it. It's a lipid bilayer that just slips in. It doesn't have to get into the nucleus. It goes into the cytoplasm from what the media has said. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure that these wickedly smart scientists have, have all the answers. But I'm just sick and tired of being told, 95% effective. You need to do this. It's going to work. How? Ah, we won't get into that yet. Is it safe? Yeah, we don't know yet. You know, and that brings up a really good point. And we've and you and I've shared some of those email. Uh, some some of the some of you have written in and said the same thing. And that is, why are they simply not leading with how safe it is? Because, I mean, ultimately, if it works great or not, is really secondary to how well am I going to be, be able to preserve my life now? Because one hundred percent effective not to get COVID is also probably to. Uh, jump off a cliff. Oh, one of my patients asked me this. Hey, I think I had COVID. Should I get the vaccine? I'm like, I don't know. What happens when you have antibodies floating around already and now you've got uncontrolled antigen production? Yeah. I'm just, you know, these are just thoughts. These are thoughts, and, but they're questions. And so let's, let's go through the basic stuff. And then that way we can start presenting the questions by the time we get our virologist and our. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to feel relief and go, no, 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 no. That was all thought of. Sure. Here's the mechanism. Here's the mechanism. Do like what I'm trying to do here is just give everybody go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Now I know why the body reacts this way. And, and Jesus, once again, this is called the innate. The innate. This is your first line of defense. As this is the rapid response. And like you said, the rapid response is uh, the adaptive, which is a little slower responsive, but very specific. And that'll probably be our, our next follow-up to this particular. And that'll be the next follow-up. And that's SEAL Team 6 that, yeah. that has memory cells and that gets equally complex. And it's IgGs and IgAs. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that the cell um, goes to the... Um, adaptive system through your lymph nodes right which is why when you go oh man i have a i got mono my lymph nodes are up oh it's because your body is saying look this guy 
looks like he's going to be a tough, tough cat. We better remember who it is. Yeah. And so those are B cells and T cells being released. I just can't, I, I, you know what? I share this with everybody. I want it to be shared with an immunologist that can't stop laughing at how stupid I sound and just comment after comment like, I can't believe you got through med school. This is our recruiting <laughs> material, sir or ma'am. Please join us. <laughs> yeah. Please, if you know a virologist or an immunologist and you feel sorry about how I'm explaining it, we want them on. <laughs> or, or if you can draw nose, lungs, livers, bones, brains, any or of these <laughs> things better than, than Ken, you're wow. welcome to come on the show. Yeah, let's just, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean. Uh, first of all, I, my, I double majored in art and I was classically trained. <laughs> I'm going through my impressionistic period, okay? Yeah. Oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> this is my, come on, that's that cell right there armed with an antiviral peptide? Yeah, he's got a black eye and everything. He's ready. <laughs> he's ready. Yeah. yeah, please. So, yeah, so basically, if you're an artist. The nose over here is straight off of Count Chocula. Good. You know what? Goodness gracious. No, I'm going to be really specific. If any of you know an immunologist <laughs> that is a wizard on dry erase boards. <laughs> they actually might be. That would be. <laughs> and um, and your PCR COVID negative to get into the studio. Oh, then, yeah. You know. Yeah, then you, can, then you can come over. Man, what an awesome show. And what a great uh, primer for where we're going to go. Yeah, so I hope this is just the beginning of at least a three or four part series where anybody that listens to this show, you will be the one. Once we could start socially gathering, you could like be that 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 jerk that interjects and be like, I heard you talking about taking some of them to boost your immune system. <laughs> Tell me what that means to you. He's yeah. like, well, let me, honey, go get that dry erase board. That's right. <laughs> we want to talk adaptive or innate. So, uh, well, anyway, that's 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 going to wrap up this uh, very quick yet incredibly informative episode number 46 the innate immune system uh from kbmd health yeah do, do us a huge favor and if you wherever you listen to this podcast or on youtube um would love it if you liked and shared it mostly shared it so that we can start getting people that have um the knowledge to listen to some of this and see where it goes if you enjoyed it please do that so means Definitely. a lot and thank y'all so much for all of the comments for all of the shows especially the one for angie and then the one right before for broccoli oh yeah those two have garnered uh, the responses keep coming in today I mean, we, it's, it's awesome. And so thank you all very much for sharing it. Yeah. And, um, if like on the last person that said that Eric sure does look hairy, if, uh, if, if enough people write in and say that maybe he will get a haircut, keep that in mind. Yeah. Just keep writing. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks again. This is episode 40, 46, 46. It's almost a crossover episode. Yeah. Cause we're, we're on COVID file, whatever, 12 or something or. Yeah, we'll just stick with 46. That's, that's way too hard for me to calculate. <laughs> that's high math. That's, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go to 12. <laughs> something like that. Thank y'all so much. All right, everybody. Uh, like and share, and we will see y'all next time. Adios. Adios.